In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most of you know my mother passed away a week ago. Her funeral was this past Wednesday. And in planning the funeral, it was my intention to invite some young men to serve who had um, known her or gotten to know her over the course of the years from previous parishes. When a priest dies, every priest of the diocese attends his funeral mass and the bishop is the main celebrant. When the parent of a priest passes away, many of the priests of the diocese come and the bishop tries to do what he can in order to be able to be in attendance. And with today not only being All Saints Day, but this week being National Vocations Awareness Week, my mother's funeral seemed to be an opportunity to, to encourage, hopefully, a few priestly vocations. And indeed, it really was a beautiful funeral mass, besides um, by one person's count, 70 priests being in attendance and the bishop being there in choir and hundreds of people being present, many of whom uh, were parishioners. Besides coming to the wake and the funeral and mass cards and, and prayers and emails, the, my family is very grateful for everything that you've done for us over the last few months and the last few days. The funeral mass was, was so moving that quite a few people have, have mentioned that they would want to have a funeral mass like that for themselves. And uh, a little bird told me that a, a young soul um, even said that she was so moved, it was the most beautiful funeral mass she'd ever attended, that she's discovered her vocation. She wants to grow up, get married, and be the mother of a priest. So I mention that because every holy life inspires other holy lives. Every true and good vocation inspires every other vocation. And so today we honor all the saints, not just the ones who are our, who are our favorites, the ones whose patronage assists our work or our state in life, but all of the saints and all of the saints together. Because every life of holiness inspires every other life to become holy. Seven months ago, when mom's battle with pancreatic cancer began, there would have been little doubt that she was in the state of grace and able to receive Holy Communion whenever my brother or I were able to bring our Lord to her at home. But there might have been some doubt as to whether or not she would be that kind of soul who, after death, um, would receive requests for intercession. It's good to remember that when the church canonizes a saint, she raises that person to what we call the glory of the altars and encourages people to pray to that saint, to ask that saint to intercede for them. And we already know by intuition that not every saint has the same merit or has enjoys the same beatitude in heaven and so is able to assist everyone Equally, we don't, we don't turn to the, to the last saint in heaven with our most important prayer intentions. Rather, we pray to the one who's closest to God in heaven, to the Blessed Virgin Mary, with our most important prayer intentions. The saints in heaven are no longer able to increase in merit. Once their earthly lives have ended, 
Once our earthly lives conclude, we cannot increase in merit anymore. So after seven months of suffering with cancer, on top of many years of suffering with arthritis, not to mention many decades of suffering with four sons, mom's last month and especially the last weeks and especially the last day was so terrible that it's, that it's quite easy to imagine that her not only making satisfaction for every sin already absolved, uh, but even to, um, to have offered up meritorious works that make her, that might make her, um, someone whose prayers in heaven count for even more, um, than we would expect. That we don't know, but what we do recognize today on the solemnity of all saints is this doctrine about merit. It's even in the words of the opening prayer, which uniquely are actually a faithful translation of the ancient prayer that we've been using for centuries in the traditional Mass. Almighty ever-living God, by whose gift we venerate in one celebration the merits of all the saints, bestow on us, we pray, through the prayers of so many intercessors, an abundance of the reconciliation with you for which we earnestly long. The, the church encourages us to honor the saints and to pray to the saints, and especially today, to celebrate all of them because it inspires us to want to become like them. Nobody aspires truly to be the last saint in heaven. Nobody asked our Lord, how can I barely get into heaven by barely getting into purgatory? We should take our cue from St. John the Beloved and his brother James. They wanted to be right next to our Lord at his right and his left in his kingdom. That's our inspiration. And so by honoring all the saints, hopefully we're moved to want to belong in their company. Not simply to avoid sin. Not simply to avoid the near occasion of sin. But to grow in grace. To grow in virtue. To grow in merit. After the post-communion prayer, we'll have the opportunity to hear for a few minutes from Nicholas Blank who's a seminarian for the Diocese of Arlington. His dad is in the Navy, and so he grew up up and down the East Coast. He went to Christendom College, and now he's in his third year in the seminary. His parents and eight siblings are parishioners at Holy Trinity in Gainesville. His personal story reflects the same mystery, that every holy life inspires every other holy life. Every true and good vocation inspires every other. And so today we ask the Lord to inspire us with the vision of all the saints that we may one day as well be powerful intercessors for others. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.